I'm joined by Sarah Jane Hall of the Kuri Engagement Action Group in Ballarat to explore how grassroots organizations and initiatives are driving the narrative around January 26, if not changing the date, the move on how we can celebrate January 26 in a more respectful way of uh, what it represents to First Nations people. Mourning, suffering, survival, and resilience. Welcome to NITV Radio, Sarah. Nahamani. Um, hi, I'm Sarah Jane. Again, proud Narunga woman with uh, Celtic ancestral ties. The Kuri Engagement Action Group ran an initiative a few years back to organize a Anzac Day style dawn service to mark January 26. I believe this was one of the first councils to do so around um, Australia. Tell us about uh, the event uh, three years ago that pioneered uh, this Anzac Day um, style uh, commemoration of uh, January 26. Um, the Kuri Engagement Action Group for the City of Ballarat have been wanting to uh, have an event for some time now and then through the voice of Nikki Foy we were able to get that up and running through the council. The Jan 26 would be a dawn service known as the Survival Day Dawn Ceremony. It's a great opportunity for people to come together, um, Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islanders, allies, um, non-Indigenous people all to come together. It's a positive event. Um, and it's where a time where we can stand in solidarity, hear about some of the history that has happened between government policies, actions, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, the trauma that they experienced. Um, but the focus is not to shock people to learn about the history of uh, massacres and heartache in Australia, but it's a time of reflection, a time of healing, uh, it's it's a beautiful time of people coming together uh, and a tangible way to practice culture and unity with Indigenous and non-Indigenous community coming together. So the first one was in uh, 2020 and uh, this came at a time when actually it was commemorated in a very tumultuous way because uh, I remember reading in the news uh, there was um, on the ABC website on Channel 9 website that uh, the first time this event was celebrated uh, was not tension, but there was uh, some kind of uh, misalignment between the wishes of uh, First Nations communities and uh, Ballarat Council, the way it was uh, celebrating, uh, marking January 26. Uh, yeah, the planning for the Survival Day Dawn ceremony was already in the pipeline before some people stood down and, and the actions and the motives were questioned and hit the media for the city of Ballarat. Since 2020, uh, the Ballarat City Council have made changes to um, not host the fireworks on that date and to move celebrations away from Lake Wendaree, which is a place of significance for the local Wadarung people. Um, they now have a family day in Vic Park is how um, City of Ballarat promote things. That is um, a political sidestep to the Survival Day uh, dawn ceremony. Um, the KAG were informed by the council at the time that they were still bound by 
federal mandates to still have citizenship ceremonies. Because of that, the councillors that were um, sitting for the city of Ballarat at the time uh, felt that they still needed to have um, local acknowledgement and or celebrations for what other people have on Jan 26, uh, being also known as Australia Day. And now, is there a move to change the date? Because some councils are really making uh, inroads and uh, advocating for Jan 26 to be moved, to be changed. Is there a move in Ballarat for that change, for the change the date? Uh, there is strong groundswell here in community, both Indigenous and non-Indigenous community, particularly if you look at the uh, Ballarat allies on their Facebook group, um, they're active in also supporting uh, change the date. It must be noted that not all First Nations people feel the need to change the date, but um, with the different community events that we've hosted in Ballarat for people to come and have their voice heard, by far the overwhelming support is for Australia Day to be celebrated on another day throughout the year. There is a call, but uh, there's no one-size-fits-all kind of approach. People have different opinions and different views on uh, this uh, day. After 2020, of course, we had the pandemic and two years of... um, uh, it was impossible to have any face-to-face interactions, any physical interactions, so things moved online. How was it marked during the period of uh, COVID and uh, how is it being celebrated after COVID? Um, the Survival Day Dawn Ceremony was available for people to view online through different streaming devices. Uh, there is the Koori Engagement Action Group, which is known as the KIAG, have a Facebook page. People can follow the promptings on the lead up to the date of Jan 26. Then they'll be able to see it either live streamed or posted later um, after the event. Uh, during COVID, during the pandemic, we still had the dawn ceremony happening. Uh, we had restricted numbers adhering to state government regulations there. Um, we still had an area cordoned off for elders, um, which is the right way, proper way for First Nations events to show our respects to our elders and to involve them. And it's a learning process as well. So we still had limited numbers that were able to attend uh, during the pandemic. Um, and January 2023, that has just gone, uh, we were able to celebrate with large numbers. We had a couple of thousand people um, attend the event this year. It was really a positive um, to see a huge amount of community come together. This year, we had the stage set up a little different to previous years. Um, This time, we met what is um, more traditional manner, meeting in a circle. Uh, Yes, there was a stage up the front to help with the viewing process, but the seating arrangement and people being able to stand around in a circle, we had a smoking ceremony in the middle, and we were able to um, have the dancers and all the speakers be able to perform and add their bit uh, throughout the ceremony, either in the circle or up the front on the stage. I attended uh, several dawn services around Melbourne, uh, some organised by Lydia Thorpe, and uh, we had delegates from other 
uh, First Nations communities around the country, around uh, the state as well, come in and testify and um, acknowledge and uh, uh, express their solidarity and um, support for the events. Did you invite any other leaders from other areas outside Ballarat in your events? The Bible Day Dawn ceremony here in Ballarat is open to anyone to be able to attend. It's a celebration um, and it's also a time of reflection and healing. All First Nations peoples are warmly invited to come along and uh, stand with us during this time. Was there any Dawn service organised uh, prior to 2020 anywhere else in the country? I have been informed that this may have been the first um, to be organised large scale in Australia and most definitely the first um, to receive publicity here in Victoria. Um, Though we did not do it to promote um, Ballarat or or the Kiag, it was... um, naturally came from uh, Nikki Foy um, and Deb Lower-Clark and myself, Sarah-Jane Hall, coming together and wanting to have a time that was of significance, a time where there can be healing, a time where there can be learning and coming together of people from all works walks in our community. There are three key things that have... Um, if people were to attend the Survival Day Dawn Ceremony, for them to expect, and that has um, run true uh, throughout um, all of the ones that uh, we have run to date, that would be um, it is um, very dark, cold. Sometimes in true Ballarat style, there might be a bit of a light mist as well. And there will be quiet as people are arriving, uh, um, akin to... Anzac Day, dawn ceremonies, Um, people come with their own thoughts and reflections. Um, We have some music playing in the background just quietly uh, while the um, the fire has been lit in preparation for the smoking ceremony. There will be a couple of key speakers. Uh, We'll have a short time of reflection. There will be... Um, young people are uh, dancing um, their cultural stories, uh, um, whether it's from their, their dream time or their song lines um, or a blend of that with modern dance. And um, then at the end of the Survival Day Dawn ceremony, that is um, a time and an opportunity for people to come together with a smoking ceremony and then to be able to put their hands in ochre. We have uh, the three c- colours of ochre uh, that um, are from the Wadarung here in this local community. It's a, um, a yellow, a red and a white and people can choose a colour to put their handprint in and then there will be a couple of kangaroo skins that they'll be able to put their handprint in. And that's an opportunity for people to have a tangible way to practise their culture. And it also is a way to promote unity with the um, non-Indigenous community as well. Yeah, it sounds like um, a very moving ceremony, very uh, respectful and a uh, way of celebrating and marking and uh, 
you know, practicing culture. Now, before I let you go, any closing thoughts or something you would like to add to the conversation today? Um, I've recently done some uh, lectures for RMIT and social workers and um, other agencies. Uh, I was sharing with them about the um, repatriation of um, my mob, the Narunga, um, and our neighbouring mob, the Ghana mobs, we've been working towards repatriation of our ancestors' remains. You know, our bones were dug up and their spirits were separated from country. They were sold to institutions and museums all around the world for £10 or less per person. One of our elders, um, Nini Newchurch, said, knowing that they were in boxes and on shelves in institutions, you know, that's just heartbreaking and so I was able to join my uncles and aunties and my beautiful mob in the Dilbergaranda, which is known as Innes National Park, in November last year. 38 of our old people were able to be in their final resting place. Um, we repatriated their bones from museums um, around the world um, and one old lady in particular from the Smithsonian in America. And there were no words for how I felt, but I was able to carry the enormous weight and the the respect for my ancestors being able to put them in their final resting place to let their spirits rest. That's a moment I will take with me into the dreaming. Now, it's been 26 years since the Bring Them Home report and 25 years since the National Sorry Day was held, 18 years since the Social Justice Report urged Australian governments to commit to achieving equality for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. And it's been 15 years since the then Prime Minister, Kay Rudd, offered a formal apology on behalf of the nation. And it's been 14 years since the Closing the Gap report was first tabled in Parliament. And yet Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander children are still 10.6 times more likely than non-Indigenous children to be removed from their families. And this is a harsh reality and fear that Indigenous families live with even today. And so the stories about the repatriation, about uh, Sorry Day, Stolen Gen, you know, when we come together for the Survival Day Dawn Ceremony, this is a moment where we can reflect on the past and sit with the weight of the sadness for the hurt and the suffering that was inflicted on all First Nations peoples in Australia, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders alike. And we remember those who were taken from their families and we acknowledge the determination and resilience and strength of those that have survived the traumas. I feel that there is much wisdom in Uncle Jeffrey, Jeffrey's words when he says, the healing process, we don't do the healing alone, we do it together. Only together can we heal because alone it carries great angst and it carries trauma. So when we do survival day dawn ceremony when we do repatriation when we do ceremony we do it together indigenous and non-indigenous together and we can comfort each other as for myself i feel that apologies can't change the past but they can influence the present and that's what makes a future with meaning possible so yes i warmly invite anyone who'd like to attend here on Wadarung country at Viewpoint at Lake Wenderee here in Ballarat, uh, Jan 26, 2024, come along to the Survival Day Dawn Ceremony. Get there early. Um, we commence at 5.30 in the morning. Sarah Jane, thank you very much for having the time to talk to us on NITV Radio today. Bye, Jawandani, Niyungu.
my people's language, I say stay deadly and thank you.